What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to James Sun, who's a co-founder of InLoop. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. That's great. Thanks for welcoming me and inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. And so is the world. You're like in a super interesting space. So I think my first question here, just to open it up is, what are you working on? What is InLoop? Great. So InLoop is a way for communities to tokenize um, by launching and selling an NFT that represents a membership token. And so we do everything from helping you generate unique memberships to selling them in a seamless checkout experience that works both with crypto and USD to delivering benefits and utility to those members. And I think the last piece is actually really important. You know, a lot of NFTs today are art and art's awesome. There's a lot of value to that. Um, but, but where we really think the future is going is a world where these tokens and NFTs are represent identity, represents membership in a community. And those um, tokens become keys that give you access to different metaverses and worlds that provide you benefits. And so uh, we're kind of like a, a whole membership platform that, that does this for communities and creators. So walk me through a little bit, you know, on the creator side, like as a creator myself, you know, I'm a founder, I'm a creator, I got this podcast, I write, I got a community, all that good stuff. So like, if I wanted to kind of build on InLoop or build on your platform, like, can you kind of explain to me kind of what that looks like and what I could do or what I will be able to do um, once kind of uh, I'm ready to like bring on a community? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think this is a great community to tokenize, Matt. Maybe you should uh, build something for, for the members who are listening to this podcast. But um, so basically you come to InLoop, uh, you can upload a custom artwork for just the center of the card that then generates all these unique traits. Uh, so each card has a unique border, unique background color, um, unique serial number, or if you don't want any of those generated traits and you just want your own art, you can upload your own as well. And then you can also define sort of advanced features like how much royalty do you want to be shared in a secondary sale? Um, whether or not it's transferable or not. Having an allow list of wallet addresses and emails that um, allow people to claim this. Because you know, a lot of these communities, when they do their first initial drop, they want to reward their longtime fans. So they actually have a, an allow list or a whitelist for these kind of users. Um, and once you sort of mint that, you can then set a launch date. Um, and then this launch date, once it goes live, your users will be able to come and buy on a storefront that is in loop.2 slash, you know, forward thinking founders or slash Matt, whatever it is. Um, we're actually launching a feature very soon that will allow you as a creator 
to embed this entire checkout flow into your own website with white label. So it no longer has any of the in-loop brand because a lot of our customers turned out to be developers who are building communities as opposed to influencers and content creators. So the no-code solution actually wasn't as important as a low-code solution. Um, and then after that is done, uh, you can, you're given sort of the contract address for where your membership token is created. And that allows you to essentially create Discord roles, we have a, a product called Inloop Connect. It's essentially an API that allows you to then verify ownership if you're Inloop NFTs and membership tokens on your own website. So you can grant people benefits. And so an example could be, it uh, might be a, a dating, one of our customers, the dating website, and only people who have a verified profile on their website plus this NFT can get, get invited to exclusive events. Um, and so that's kind of the whole flow from minting, selling all the way to the delivery of benefits. Walk me through a little bit about the origin of the story here. Why did you decide to build for this space and why in loop? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I've been working sort of with creators for a long time. So um, I worked on my first, I guess, full background story. You know, I, I did a year of school at this tiny little college called Middlebury College um, in Vermont. Uh, dropped out of school as part of the Teal Fellowship um, to work on a startup, uh, which turned into this uh, point system for, co for content creators. And so I've always been a gamer and I loved watching Twitch and something that, um, we, I always found as interesting is, you know, during when you watch Twitch, there's always these downtimes and during these downtimes, you're kind of just waiting for the streamer to get their food or like, you know, wait for, for the game to queue. And so I wanted to build something with a couple of friends to, uh, give people something to do during the downtime. So we built this little bot chat bot that gave people points. Um, for spending time in a channel. And then you can then spend those points to like gamble in a casino. You can spend those points to get opportunities to interact with the creators. I think of this as like the social token, except back in like 2015, 20, but back in the day where crypto wasn't as big yet. And I was also skeptic, honestly, at that point. Um, and so we built that startup for a few years, um, you know, went through YC, uh, grew to about 12, 10, 12 people. Uh, and then we got to a point where we were kind of forced to basically pivot or join Twitch because all of our data was coming from uh, third party platform APIs. Nobody, like we didn't own any of the data. The creator didn't own any of the data. This is the whole platformization story, right? Like the, the platforms have way too much power. Um, and so we ended up joining Twitch as a team. And then I worked there for the last sort of two, uh, for, the, for the last, for, for about two years as a group product manager. Uh, building out essentially this creator point system into now on the platform is called uh, channel points. So each creator has their own points again. Uh, and I left there about six months ago or eight months ago now to build this company because I really believed in the idea that the creators should directly own their network and directly own their community and it shouldn't be owned by the platform. Uh, we were kind of working more in a web two capacity. And then when, you know, as web three got more interesting and I personally got more invested I was really excited about the opportunity of the network ownership that is interoperable. Right? The concept interoperable is something that works in one place can also work in a different place. You know, like the problem with memberships in kind of the Web2 world is that if Twitch has a membership product or YouTube has a membership product or Patreon has a membership product, it's kind of hard for one platform to convince another platform to give benefits to those members because each platform wants to be the platform that facilitates the memberships. And by providing benefits to someone else's members, you're essentially giving value free 
right? Um, and I think Web3 kind of solves this in, in a way because with Web3, there's no platform enforcing it. It's just the blockchain. And the person that truly owns this relationship is the creator. And so it's much easier, I think, for a, create, for, for a platform to work with the creator's NFT membership token as opposed to another platform's membership token. Um, and so this creates like really exciting possibilities. Now the creator has this network graph of his own fans that no one can take away from them that provides value across multiple metaverses or what we call it sort of the creator's creatorverse, which is wherever the community lives. Uh, and, and so that's kind of like strategically why we made this shift. I think tactically, it was also very fascinating that, you know, when we were in the Web2 world and we were building a subscription service, it felt like we were fighting for crumbs. Um, Patreon existed, you know, like all those membership services I mentioned before. And we had to find this really specific niche before someone would be like, ah, you know, I want to use you. Whereas in the Web3 world, there's not that many great solutions yet for membership NFTs um, that there's a lot of users who want to do this, but they just literally don't have a tool. And so you kind of move from this scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, where instead of trying to fight for crumbs and convince people that your feature is marginally better than their feature, you're kind of going there to a bunch of people who are like, we're looking for a bunch of stuff and here's a tool that helps you. And like, how can we work together with other people in the space? It's like going from David versus Goliath to working with a bunch of Davids to like accomplish something together for these communities. And so that, that's been really exciting too. So th those two combined is kind of why we decided to pivot from web two to web three and, and now working on creator communities in the web two, web three space. And if you were to kind of look out, you know, keep, keep going on this journey and look out like, you know, into the future, maybe five, 10, 15 years, like, I'm curious, where do you see kind of web three going? And where do you see in loop kind of going within that? Or I guess, in other words, a much more simple question is just like, what's the big vision for in loop? And what direction do you think it's going to go in as this industry kind of unfolds? Yeah, so I think there's a, like a lot of really interesting applications in Web3, there's DeFi, there's all these kind of things, but I'm, I'm, I'll specifically just talk about membership tokens because that's kind of the area we're mostly familiar with. I think like NFTs, I really believe will become more than just art. I, I think today there's a lot of um, bad rep for NFTs a little bit because people are like, ah, you know, it's just, it's just a JPEG. I mean, it is not, right? It's, it's a proof of ownership of something. And that proof of ownership becomes very powerful when that proof of ownership is accepted by everyone as real. And that, that, that becomes, a, it's like your passport. Like your passport is just a piece of paper, but like it's powerful because it's a verified thing that will grant you the ability to enter different countries. Now, if NFTs is like that, except the key, like the baseline to enter different metaverses and, to, and depending on the history of an NFT or what NFTs you own, you get different perks. I think that's kind of where the future of NFTs will go is this utility aspect. Um, and today, like NFT protocols don't actually really, not like there, there's a couple of cool examples of new protocols coming up to create NFTs that have more value. So for example, we use ERC721 right now and uh, we, the tokens themselves, whenever a creator wants to create a new um, subscription for a member, they can't really do that because there's really not a concept of like, evolution in the nft itself right whereas if you know if you go to like a membership pass in a um hotel loyalty program or anywhere there's this concept of evolution right you've been a long time member or you know it tracks history in a central database that's because it's so new in the nft world that doesn't exist yet. so when, when i think about long term it's like 
the membership tokens is going to become probably some sort of standard that's built on top of the existing standards and protocols that give a concept of yeah like how many how many periods of subscriptions does this current nft have um is it currently expired or is it currently active and so when i think about how in loop plays in this like we'd love to become a contributor to a new standard for these nfts to to, to evolve from art to utility um, and I think part of it too is like working together with benefits delivery platforms. I mean, you know, I think there is those platforms aren't going away. Like if I'm a creator or a community, I'm still going to need to deliver unique benefits to these members outside of just them having this NFT, right? It might be exclusive videos. It might be exclusive content that is text. It might be merchandise. So they're still going to be selling merchandise on like Shopify. They're still going to be publishing newsletters on Substack. They're still going to be um, watching videos on YouTube and Vimeo and watching live streams on Twitch. I think one of the big questions, and I don't really have an answer for that, I have to figure out is over the long run, if these memberships are utility memberships owned by the creator, how is revenue share going to work? I mean, today it's very lopsided on the platform's perspective, right? Like platforms take sometimes more than 50% on these membership services. Um, if that becomes zero percent, the platforms are might be disincentivized to provide benefits. So there has to be some, I think, kind of revenue sharing that happens there, or the platforms will have to kind of pivot into kind of a membership service on their own website, kind of like how Twitter with Twitter Blue, where now you're paying Twitter for kind of like a service to additional value or YouTube Red and, and whatnot. Um, so I think there's a question there. So Inloop plays into all this by being a contributor for standards, being a really great place for creators and communities to come on board, sell, and also ultimately deliver all their benefits. And I think that's really the long run. Like we're still so early that we're really focused on like the minting and the checkout flow. But as that becomes more and more commoditized, we're gonna need to start focusing on um, the benefits delivery and being a contributor to the standard. Uh, and that's kind of, I think how our business becomes really big in this membership token space. And in order to kind of make all of that happen, it's a lot and it's very exciting as the space is so new, like a lot needs to be built, but, but you know, it, it's, you're going to need some help in order to do it right. I mean, it takes like a village to make a startup work and scale. Oh. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help Are you hiring, raising money, you're looking for creators or, you know, partners to work with you on this, you know, how can we assist here in the forward thinking founders community? Yeah, I mean, we are always hiring. Um, we, we, we raised a small round a few months ago from some top, top VCs. Um, and so we, are, we have a really small team. Uh, we, we try to be as lean as possible, but we're getting a lot of traction after sort of launching on Podicon and, and doing this. And so we're always looking for talented engineers. And so if you're an engineer who's looking to work on really interesting community related Web3 problems and, and with a team of people who've been doing creator stuff for you know five plus years, definitely hit me up. Um, it's james at inloop.to. Um, we're also looking for a talented salesperson. Uh, you know, I, 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 I think one of the things that um, I need a lot of help with is doing sales. I, I'm not the most extroverted person and, um, and, and I find it sometimes a little hard to like, you know, code outreach and talk to people. And so uh, luckily we've been getting a lot of inbounds and so it's made my job really easy for creators. Um, but, you know, we want to accelerate that growth. And so someone who really understands marketing and sales, we're also looking, would love to talk to talent there. And lastly, I think from a customer's perspective, if anybody in the community is doing an NFT project, um, I'd love to talk to you. I mean, I want to see how we can help you tokenize. And if you've already done it, I'd also love to hear kind of 
how you did it and how we can now help you deliver benefits to all those members who now currently own these tokens. Because I'm sure you're trying to think about how do you make your tokens more valuable. Um, and so and a lot of asks, um, uh, sorry about that. But um, yeah, like if you're an engineer, if you're a salesperson or an FT maker, or if you know anyone who's any of the three above, please send me a note. I'm always looking forward to connecting with new people. So um, yeah. You, you always know a founder is a good founder when they, when, when they know exactly what they want, like what when like, you know, that's the thing. Like some people are like, Oh, you know, if you want to help, let me know. But you're like, no, like we need this, 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 it means you got things on lockdown, which is, which is awesome. If any, so if anyone is in those three categories or just want to learn more or reach out uh, for my last question is how can they kind of find you online? Like what, what's the website? Is there a social media presence, email address? How can someone kind of connect if they wanted to? Yeah, so Twitter is a great way. So um, my, tw my Twitter account is just James uh, Z or Z M S U N. Uh, you can, if you prefer more standard ways of email communication, you can also do James at inloop.to. Uh, and uh, those are probably the two best places. I check it every day. So uh, yeah, please send me a note. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I really appreciate inviting me.